I'm Reverend Harry Bridge. And I'm Dr. Scott Mitchell, and this is the Dharma Realm Podcast. We're coming to you from the Jodo Shinshu Center in Berkeley, California. This is the Dharma Realm Podcast for January 16th, 2015, and today we are talking about some of the different schools of Japanese Buddhism. So we have, um, somebody sent us a question, it's actually four questions, and when I first saw these questions, I thought, oh, these are pretty straightforward, simple questions, we can knock them out in an episode, and then just now, here and I were talking about it, and we got into a big argument, so we're probably going to talk for the next five hours. Um, but we'll start, with the, um, we'll start with two questions of the four that I think think could be answered somewhat easily. Um, the first one is, what are the differences between Jodo Shu and Jodo Shinshu? And the second one is, what is the difference between Nichiren and Pure Land Buddhism? Hmm. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with Jodo Shu and Jodo Shinshu. Did I say that right? Jodo yeah. Shu and Jodo Shinshu. They're both schools of Pure Land Buddhism, right? And they're both Japanese schools. Uh, and so Jodo Shu is associated with Honen Shonin, who was Shinran Shonin's teacher, right? And then Jodo Shinshu is um, associated with Shinran Shonin, um, the student. Um, so they're kind of institutionally, they're distinct. Um, my impression is that Jodo Shu actually has a fair amount of diversity in it, hmm. right? And that the institution um, was built up after Honen passed by disciples and by different communities. So there are these different branches um, of Jodo Shu um, with maybe different emphases and like right now, like Seizanha and these different branches of Jodo Shu. And in general, I think that um, Jodo Shu is associated with mainly with one branch, but as, as far as that stuff goes, I'm, I'm not really an expert. Um, so uh, historical dates, quickly. Honen put you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> 1133 to 1212 is Honen's dates. Um, so he's um, Kamakura period. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then Shinran's 1173 to 1263. Mm -hmm. um, so he's... A little bit later, but... Yeah. Much same. younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're living around the same time, basically. And, you know, Shinran is a direct disciple of Honen. Um and so Shinran's interpretation is kind of different, right? So doctrinally, I think they're fairly distinct, um, <clears throat> but the, the distinctions are subtle. Yeah, like let's talk about that. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to say they're both Pure Land schools, which implies a similarity. And I agree with you that they're definitely distinct, but I wonder if somebody who's not, you know, deeply embedded within either the traditions would say, well, no, actually, they're very, very distinct. They're very, very different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or, you know, those, those uh, distinctions would be lost on somebody who's not uh, intimately familiar with the communities. Mm -hmm. um, that from the outside point of view would be like, well, you're splitting hairs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the distinctions? I'm relying on you because I know that you've done a lot of work on Honen or you did some studies yeah. on Honen yeah. earlier in your... They both, I would say, um, center around Nembutsu, recitation of Namu Amida Butsu, um, a, 
um, I take refuge in Buddha of infinite light or inconceivable light and immeasurable life, right? So they're Amitabha, Amitayu-centered schools um, dealing with birth in uh, Amida's pure land, right? As the kind of the main goal. Um, Shinran's all about the other power, right? The Buddha power, that the, it's not about self-power, um, that self-power should not be relied on, it should be thrown away, and that we should rely entirely on other power, on the power of Amida Buddha. Um, and so that's maybe one of the main spots where we, I think within, um, well, that was, that was a, one of the big continuums of Honen's followers, that mm -hmm. some put more emphasis on the Amida's power, some put more emphasis on one's own efforts. Uh, so maybe that would be one way to view um, some of the differences uh, within the tradition at Honen's time. Uh, and another one is, the, is how many times do you say Nembutsu? One time with the right frame of mind is the way, or just say it as much as possible, that each time is good and you should say it more. Right? Um, Honen said it a lot, apparently, and you know, the kind of legendary accounts of him saying it thousands of times a day. Um, and so Shinran is much more on the, um, on the other power side. Mm -hmm. uh, and th another issue is monasticism. Uh, and Honen was a monastic and held the precepts to the end of his life, even though he was disrobed, but you know, was reinstated, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and disrobed by the government and right. doesn't necessarily mean that he didn't, you know, that's a formal legal kind of thing, unnecessarily a reflection of his practice. Right. But he would say interesting things like if being a monk gets in the way of your nimbutsu, stop being a monk. If um, being a layperson gets in the way of your nimbutsu, become a monk. Hmm. Right. So that Honen was very flexible. The important thing was nimbutsu hmm. and your nimbutsu practice. Uh, Shinran's interesting because he was disrobed, but then reinstated, um, and but and then kind of had this liminal status. But he did get married, yeah. So yeah, he yeah. broke the precepts, right. And yet was still a monk. So interesting, you know. So he's, he's a famous expression: neither monk nor lay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and himself is a stubble, stubble-headed fool, um, and so. With Shinran, there's much less emphasis on the celibacy and on the monastic stuff, um, even though there is still a priesthood, but they're not operating the same way as the others. So that's mm -hmm. maybe one big difference, but that's complex because of the status of monasticism in Japan is um, a complex thing in itself. Right? We should do an episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> Have we done one already? Um, that's really complex. That, uh, At least within the past hundred years, there's I don't believe any true lifelong celibacy in, in any Japanese Buddhist school. Um, I've don't take my word on that. Yeah, no, I've heard differently, but yeah, um, lifelong was the key word there, so I'm not sure. Right. Um, and what you mean by that, like like Soto Zen, I know they take precepts and are monastics yeah, yeah, for like yeah. two years or uh -huh. something during uh -huh. the training period, but those people may be married at the time, and they're going to go back to their home temple yeah, um, and yeah, take yeah. over the temple and have kids to take over the temple after them, right? So, um, but that's only one school. Um, Shinshu, we have no monasticism. Yeah, 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 right? of course. Um, Jodoshu, uh, I'm not sure, but I believe it's mainly... The same situation. Similar, yeah. yeah. Or similar, I don't know, yeah, I'm yeah, not Not monastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although there might be monastic and time not, period. And certainly not monastic in the same sense as other Buddhist traditions outside, outside of Japan, Japan yeah. um, which is a whole other story. Right. 
So in addition, so Jodo Shu is one um, classic school of um, Pure Land Buddhism from Kamakura period, from 1200s, 11-1200s. Jodo Shinshu is another one. There are other ones, the Jishu, which is extremely small. I don't know how many, there's probably like a few temples in Japan, but that's still around. Um, Pure Land Buddhism does exist within Tendai, mm. Shingon, but not as an exclusive thing, as one among many practices. So that's another important key factor, is the exclusive practice, exclusive Pure Land, Joroshu, Joroshinshu, Jishu, um, but then uh, there is Pure Land found elsewhere, right? Uh, even in Zen, like um, uh, uh, Obaku. Yeah, 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 that's a much later development, though. Yeah, yeah I that's mean, coming from China, but that, yeah. and then if but you think the, of that's outside the more of Japan, yeah, that's the yeah, more normative. That's more standard in the rest in, of in East Asia, Asia yeah, yeah, Mahayana. Yeah. Right? You don't have exclusive, yeah. it's uh, mixed together with other kinds. Yeah. All right, Nichiren. Yeah, so then <laughs> difference between Nichiren and Pure Land. But this, I, we should probably go back to the Tendai, because that's, that's really the connection, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Honen and Shinran are both coming out of the Tendai tradition, um, where they're you know they're inheriting um, the Pure Land practices within that context, but then they become exclusive Pure Land practitioners. Uh, Nichiren is the former monk who established the Nichiren Shu school, and I happen to have his dates right here. Ooh. Um, uh, 1222 to 1282. So younger than Shinran, but also didn't live as long. Mm -hmm. um, so Nichiren is different, I think, because his exclusive practice becomes the focus of the Lotus Sutra, or mm -hmm. a focus on the Lotus Sutra, which becomes its thing, right? It becomes this whole thing that we could talk about, but it's, uh, to my mind, um, his exclusivity becomes so pronounced that we, we sort of forget that it comes out of a, a pretty standard sort of normative Tendai way of looking at things, mm -hmm. of uh, the Lotus Sutra becomes folded into um, a larger way of understanding the Buddhist practice and Buddhist tradition and history and so on. And so it's not, uh, you know, Nichiren's interpretation of it becomes very, very distinctive, but it's not that um, unusual within the context of Tendai. Um, what he does with it becomes unusual, but that's, I guess that's the story that we're Tendai's talking about. Yeah, and, you know, Tendai is really interesting. It comes from China, Tiantai, mm -hmm. right? And <clears throat> that's a school that has all kinds of stuff. It's kind of standard... Mahayana Buddhism yeah. of you don't just do one thing, right? But, um, and, and but it did focus on Lotus Sutra, and right. Lotus and, Sutra is and the the um, what's his name, Jiri, right? Um, who who founded Jiantai in China, systematized the entire history, the the entire canon that was imported into China from <laughs> India, and and classified all the texts according to. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, I think five stages of the Buddhist teaching career. Mm -hmm. um, I think at the very beginning is actually the Avatamsaka Sutra, which, you know, wait, wait. like as soon as he becomes enlightened, the Buddha teaches the Avatamsaka Sutra, and people are like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> so he says, okay, fine. And he goes back and he does the what we would consider sort of um, uh, Four Noble Truths, Eightfold Path, that kind of thing. Um, and then eventually, at the end of his very long teaching career, that's when he does the teachings that are in the Lotus Sutra and the Mahaparinibbana Sutra. Um, and so those sutras become sort of the, the ultimate um, encapsulations of the entire Buddhist uh, path, so to speak. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's probably where Nichiren's coming from, right? Like he's mm -hmm. within that context of 
seeing the entirety of the tradition within a particular framework, the ultimate uh, understanding of that being encoded in this one particular sutra, which therefore becomes extremely efficacious in promoting enlightenment or, or whatever, particularly, which we haven't talked about yet, uh, Mapo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is somewhat important. Mm-hmm. Maybe it gets overemphasized. Mm-hmm. I can tell by the look on your face you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm over Mapo. <laughs> Mapo's over you, man. <laughs> it's all over me. <laughs> well, the idea that there's a declining age of the Dharma um, and mm-hmm. that the previous previously efficacious practices no longer work. Right. So what does work? What does work? And Pure Land says, recite Namo Amida Butsu, recite the name of Amida Buddha. Right. And Nichiren says, recite the, the, title Lotus, Sutra. Of the Lotus Sutra. Just the title of the Lotus Sutra. And, yeah. and you can chant the Sutra too if you yeah. want, but the title, uh, the title itself is yeah. efficacious. So that's right. kind of interesting. That's, I mean, and that's, that's a, a similar similarity point yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's, both have Namu in, or Namo, uh-huh. just different pronunciations. I take refuge in, mm-hmm. um, in the thing that they recite, except Pure Land says Namu Amida Butsu or Amida Buddha, right? Take refuge in Amida Buddha. The other is Namu Myoho Renge Kyo. Namu Myoho Renge Kyo. Mm-hmm. Myoho is marvelous Dharma. Renge is Lotus. Kyo is Sutra. Mm-hmm. So um, take refuge in the Sutra of the marvelous, marvelous Dharma Lotus. Lotus. Yeah. Etc. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they both have this Namu something recitation. Um, so that's very similar in a way. And yet, very different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think it's arguable, and I don't, uh, we're probably venturing into territory that we're not as familiar with. Um, I think it's probably arguable that Nichiren was more exclusive than, certainly more, ex- probably more exclusive than other Kamakura teachers. Or at the very least, was more. Exclusive uh, of what? At the very least, he was more vocal because he, you know, got into a lot of trouble, and so did his followers. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very intense. Yeah. Right? The statues are so intense and holding the scroll and pointing it. And, um, yeah. But, you know, it. And then proselytizing. Like, he really, he, he right. worked very hard at, at converting people to his point of view. And that's, you know, I think in, particularly in the modern West, people are like, oh, Buddhists don't proselytize, which is not true. Um, there's plenty of historical evidence to argue against that point. But um, the way in which Nichiren proselytized, I think, was um, much more aggressive. Mm-hmm to the extent that he got in a lot more trouble from the authorities, mm-hmm. um, which is the way, how I'm justifying my statement there. And please, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not an expert on Nichiren Buddhism. Although, so. Honen's movement grew pretty quick and had, was pretty popular and was also making yeah, but authorities he, angry but too. But he got in trouble because he was hanging around with you know princesses and stuff. No, right? that was him. <laughs> Some of his followers, right? And they were making people mad for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, I mean, you know, the whole exclusive thing and only pure land and shouldn't do the other thing. So the some of the other um, more, um, uh, these institutions that um, had been around longer right. and, you know, maybe had more um, political authority um, got mad several times, yeah. right? And then the, the beheading of two of the followers is only, like, kind of the tip of the iceberg. It was like, there was lots of other stuff going on. But so they got that wasn't just out of nowhere? They were like... and then um, as far as exclusivity actually Nichiren I think I believe embraces like kami the Mm -hmm. gods right so that it's Nichiren has as exclusive as it is exclusive Lotus Sutra but the kami the gods are protectors of this 
and they'll utilize images of like different um, kami, and so the the really detailed um, scrolls with Nam Myoho Renge Kyo written in the middle will have all kinds of other stuff written on hmm. the sides. Um, so that in a way, it's less exclusive than Shinshu because Shinran is just like Amida only. Don't go to yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Joshu too. Yeah, it's a question of exclusive of what, like you yeah. said before. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that the Pure Land ones were more exclusive Buddhist and kind of rejecting Shinto, uh-huh. uh, and we're getting. That's one of the things we're getting in trouble with. Don't desecrate shrines. Don't go in and be obnoxious and not clean your mouth. You know, just follow the. Pay lip service to it or whatever, but don't go in there and just like openly kind of attack the shrine kind of um, complexes and and religion and everything. And that that seems to be what some of the Pure Land followers were doing. They're like hmm. Amida only. <laughs> um, so so different kinds of exclusivity. So hmm. yeah. So Nichiren to me is fascinating. Um, I haven't read so much lately, but um, really interesting. And I love hmm. how they get into some heavy duty Tendai doctrine, um, maybe more so than like in Pure Land. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you know we should mention that Nichiren, just like Jodo Shu and Jodo Shinshu, there's more than one kind. There's um, <laughs> different branches, different branches of Nichiren yeah. in Japan yeah. um, and in the United States. But yeah. then um, in the modern period, Nichiren splinters off into one branch of Nichiren splinters off into what's called Sokogakai or SGI, which Wait, is which a, is a lay organization. Yes. SGI is totally lay, and it was like this lay branch mm-hmm. of one of the Nichiren yeah. schools. Um, but then they split when in the 80s or 90s or something. Yeah, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Formally. I mean, they were on their way to splitting right, right. for years, as far as I can tell. But So if you hear Soka Gakkai or SGI, Soka yeah. Gakkai International, that's a Nichiren organization. And doctrinally, you know, they're reciting Lotus Sutra and everything, but they aren't um, institutionally connected to a Nichiren school, quote unquote. They're their own thing now, right? Independent. Yeah. 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 They are their own Nichiren school. <laughs> in a way, but they're not a shu. It's not Soka Gakkai shu. There's no priesthood, uh-huh. um, right? It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inter- yeah. Is it a school? I don't know. They don't have a temple, right? They're not formally associated with a Nichiren school, traditional school. Right, but are they? But I'm sure that they're recognized by the Japanese government as a religious institution. Good question. That's what, a good. What question. makes a good? That's a good question. Um, I would like to know the yeah. answer to that. If yeah. anybody knows the answer to that, yeah, that would be good to know. Um, you know, yeah. I I would be surprised if they weren't. I mean, other need. I mean, SGI. I'm not sure if they are rightly classified as a new religious movement in the way that scholars classify other Japanese new religious movements as such. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Shinyuan, which is generally classified as a new religious movement, is recognized by the government as um, an official religion. Mm-hmm. But they have an historical institutional connection with uh, a Shingon temple. Um, whose name I'm uh, forgetting now. So that might be, um, and this is the, the, the jurisprudence or whatever of Japanese religious laws. Certainly <laughs> something I'm not yeah. up to date with, but that would, that would be, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sure they're recognized as such in the United States. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a shoe to be a religion in the United right, right, States. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, so, uh, you know, um, Japanese Buddhism is very diverse. You know, and there's a lot of um, different schools, and even within different schools, there's different approaches, and um, you know, there's institutional stuff and doctrinal stuff. So, so um, you know, Jodo Shu and Jodo Shinshu is one aspect, and I also realize that there's Pure Land Buddhism in other countries as well. 
So Chinese Buddhism has Pure Land aspects, which may be emphasized more or less depending on the group. Mm-hmm. Um, Tibetan Buddhism has Pure Land um, aspects in it. Uh, so, so if we say Pure Land, we can't just be talking about Jodo Shu, Jodo Shinshu. Japanese Pure Land, sure, um, but even then, yeah. <laughs> and then America is like all over the place. All bets are off. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on here in America is crazy. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.